Welcome to the Junior Jobs Podcast, where we interview newly hired junior developers to give you insight into what job search strategies actually work in today's market. Now for your host, Eric Anderson. Hello, everyone. Today's interview is with Vlad Stoyanov, a bootcamp graduate in the UK who got his first job as a software engineer after just two weeks on the job search. So listen in today to figure out how he did it. But first, a word from our sponsor, who is also based out of the UK, Crushing Digital. Crushing Digital is offering all of our listeners a 10% discount on their book, Standing Out in Tech, which covers all aspects of the junior software engineer job search based on their over 20 years of experience in technical recruiting. So click on the link in the show notes and enter in the word junior jobs, one word when you check out to get your discount. All right, now on for the show. Okay, Vlad, well, thank you so much for joining. Happy to have you on. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. Looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, so before we get into it and to talk about your specific job search journey, uh, help us understand what were you doing before you got into programming and why did you decide to get into it? Yeah, thank you. So my name is Vlad. I'm a 22-year-old Bulgarian software developer. I've been living in the UK for the past one year. And I suppose I will start with my background uh, in Bulgaria. I was doing sales for about two years while I was a teen um, and in my early 20s as well. And during that time, at some point, I started weighing in the, the pros and the cons of sales. I learned that I have already extracted all the benefits, all the trades that I would want for myself from that experience. So I decided to jump into software development and nail down on that career path for the next decades to come. Uh, yeah, so from that point, I started programming. That was about, so the first time I programmed was about a year and a half ago, but I've been seriously doing that for the past one year. And here I am. So then you, and you went for, you went through the bootcamp route, right? How, why did you decide to go to boot camp versus college versus self-taught? And why did you land on the boot camp that you chose? It's a very good question. So I do have a very solid reason for doing that. And it is because of my experience the last summer. So that's where I was actually self-learning, it you could say, by doing personal projects by myself. I didn't collaborate with anyone. I was literally in my room doing them off of my laptop. And I did, um, I started doing game projects because that's what I initially delved into. I figured out, I learned a very important lesson that when you're on your job search, especially looking for a junior position, you not only want to have these soft skills and hard skills for yourself as a software developer, but also be able to, uh, to have some eyes on you, some branding or somebody to vouch for you when you start getting into, when you start applying for jobs. So this is very evident mm -hmm. through my experience because I've applied to over 150 jobs while doing it myself in the summer. I've got several, in, I had several interviews, but didn't land a job. Uh, and I had like eight projects. So mm -hmm. there's something to say there regarding um, me not investing any time in branding and connections and networking and somebody vouching for me. So the logical conclusion after that was start working with people start uh, working with people somebody 
obviously also being able to vouch for me, developing that network, etc. So that's how I got into North Coder. That's how I got into the bootcamp, which was a very one of the best decisions I've done, to be honest. And yeah. here I am. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a phrase that what you just said reminded me of, and that is the best developers don't get the job. Really, it's the best selling developers, similar to oh, how yeah. we call them. We don't call them best written authors or best written books. We call them best selling books, best selling authors. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So I'm sure your sales experience more. helped you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just couldn't agree more. You know, I've seen so many of my peers, so many of my friends um, and people of North uh, graduated from North Coders. They're like, oh, I'm not good enough. I need to work more on my projects. I need to work more on this, more on that, more on that. Yeah. But let me guys tell you something. On my current job, which is basically they teach for two months on a paid training and then they deploy you to one mm -hmm. of their clients. Mm -hmm. There are people who haven't ever coded in, in their life. They have background wow. in mecha mechanical engineering. Yeah. They have background in philosophy. They have background in, well, I know I can't really get it top of, on top of my head, but philosophy and mechanical sure. engineering is what I remember. These guys haven't ever coded. But what have they done? They have soft skills. They have worked with people and they're obviously very intelligent to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So look at this. When I was working myself on myself last summer, I had eight projects, couldn't land a job. Now I'm on this job. People that haven't ever coded got the job. So there's a conclusion there to be made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That th when you get to a certain point, you're good enough for that first role. Sure. Education, continuing education and practicing is always going to be an important part of maintaining your craft if you want to make this a, a life skill and make a career out of it. But at a certain point, you're good enough. And one more hour coding on a side project is not going to be as effective or as powerful as spending another hour, maybe get your, your LinkedIn in a good spot, Absolutely. attending a networking event, uh, talking sure. to somebody online. Absolutely. So then if that's the case, then so we say two weeks after your boot camp graduation, you got that first job. That company that you connected with, you didn't talk to them the day you graduated and then get hired two weeks later. Yeah. When, when was the first time you contacted them and how did you connect with them? I was, I think it was about five days before graduating. So, oh, right. th so that's a thing. short time frame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the thing with North Coders. They have their own internal job board of people they have, mm -hmm. uh, they, they work with, obviously. And when these companies post their job jobs on their job board and when we north coders apply for them we have a higher chance we're basically somebody's vouching for us north coders mm -hmm. and we have an advantage this way so that that is i would say the reason that um i i was able to uh, work with them uh, i also had the invitation to two other interviews uh, after graduation but i stuck with sparta global and I really just mm -hmm. want to emphasize here that it is not, you know, not every person watching here is going to be able to enroll in a boot camp, yeah. uh, especially in the UK. So I, I would like to be able to extract the bigger lesson from this because I knew what my questions were about a year ago. I knew what the person mm -hmm. watching this is going to be thinking if he's still looking for a job. And it's get in front of people, <laughs> talk to people, show them what you've done, uh, prepare an elevator pitch so that you can let them know who you are 
connect with them on LinkedIn, start posting on LinkedIn, tell, like, post your progress, post your, show them you've got determination, professionalism, um, you know, teamwork, collaboration, show these traits within your posts and you will yeah. find success because I know that for, from experience. Absolutely. Yeah, one of the benefits you mentioned uh, having somebody vouch for you or having some sort of brand. So when you attend a boot camp, one of the things we need to evaluate is how successful is that brand, that boot camp at placing students, what relationships do they have with employers so that you can leverage them to get you your first job. If you're going the self-taught route, you need to recreate that network a lot yourself. Uh, so if let's say hypothetically you're not going through North Coders, are there any organizations, group, groups, networking events, uh, other types of organizations that you would recommend developers get plugged into so they can start making those connections? Absolutely. So I don't really have any recommendations as to what specific organizations to go to. I do have specific people, recommendations, specific people you should follow, such as yourself and also the CEO of Crushing Digital. Yeah. But uh, I would make a recommendation here, and it is the following. If you're starting from, from zero, basically, if you don't have any experience, any connections on LinkedIn, Ed, no bootcamp, no, haven't ever programmed, this is what I would do, basically. You will um, start programming, and as soon as you, as soon as you can uh, and have the finances, go to as much meetups in your local area, software development meetups as possible. Go there, talk with people, give them compliments, let them talk about themselves, um, listen, be a pleasant person to talk to. Also yeah. prepare an elevator pitch, as I mentioned, and connect with them on LinkedIn. I think that's about four things I said. Do this every, yeah. every time you see a, a, a meetup, continue programming, make some projects in your spare time, and you will find success. Just go to meetups every single uh, regularly. Yeah, uh, meetup.com. That's where, at least in yeah. my local area, that's where you can find a lot of meetups. I assume, is that a similar website that you would recommend for your area? I would recommend it. I haven't used it. I simply went to all the mm -hmm. meetups organized by North Coders. But it is pretty okay, much the same go. concept. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you're in the Dallas area, check out the Dallas Software Developers Group. That's one of the ones I'm a co-organizer of. We'd love to have you here. Uh, so great, great suggestions. Is there anything that you would have done differently that you think maybe you could have moved a little bit faster, been more successful earlier in your self-taught journey or your, your boot camp experience? Very good question. Yeah. And here's where I will also give a very good advice um, because I personally remember what I was concerned with about a year ago. So I was thinking the following thing, maybe if I have good projects, maybe if I show them how good I am on this specific thing, I'm going to get the job. So uh, when I was doing these game projects, right, I was working on them while not ever going to a meetup, while not ever going to LinkedIn, while not ever connecting with anybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, after I've done the projects, I obviously didn't get any job. So the first recommendation yeah. would be, again, work on your networking and your branding. Preferably something along the lines of 40% programming and 60% uh, networking. And also some yeah, other advice regarding the, the projects that you do. So I see it all the time. Some people, 
go on Udemy, right? And they have these assignments, for example, reverse a string or um, assignment nested arrays or something of that sort. Guys, if you're gonna work on projects to show to employers, don't work on these small little, like it, this is literally, I can find the question from ChatGPT for five seconds. I wouldn't take anyone yeah. seriously if he, he told me, well, I took this Udemy course and I did these exercises which is, you know, it's just in, not serious. Make APIs yeah. uh, regarding full-stack software developer. Make APIs, host them on database, and make the front-end for them. Make them with different yeah, I... tech technologies, every different project. And then after you have, for example, three different languages, three different technologies for back-end, three different technologies for front-end, narrow on only one of them. So, for example, C-sharp, and then whatever database you like, whatever front end mm-hmm. uh, you like. And uh, at this point, you would already have a job, pretty much. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, if you're following that ratio, I, I completely agree. That's something you said that I want to call out as well. I've also seen so many junior developers whose portfolio projects are really just glorified YouTube tutorials, right? It's a, a to-do list, a, a weather tracker. These are like assignments that they got as part of their bootcamp that they tried to package together and make pretty and put out there. But most of software development, you can't just follow a tutorial and, and implement the requirements that your, uh, your client, your company has given you, right? Uh, so definitely you want to build something that solves a real problem in a unique domain that stands out and forces you to, to kind of think and expand your, your body of knowledge. All right, great conversation. Last question, though. Now that you are employed for two weeks, I believe, uh, looking back, is there anything that you wish you studied more or practiced more to help you be more effective in your current role? To be honest, up until this point in my job, I'll be completely serious, not just trying to sound arrogant or something, but we're catching up on material that's um, pretty basic on C-sharp. And considering my background in doing some game projects over the summer, I already know all of that. But I'm going to talk about some soft skills here because there's something something to be said. My weakness in this specific specific situation which I'm in is that for a consultant, which is what Sparta Global is also trying to prepare you for, um, is uh, pattern recognition and creativity. Now, I wasn't exactly doing that. I was following pre-made projects without ever doing some creative side to them, without ever changing them to my liking. So what, what I would say is follow some kind of guide as to what projects you want to do but also think, how would you like this project to look like? Is it looking like how you would like it to look? If it's not, try and change it. So yeah. go on Stack Overflow, go ChatGPT, whatever you want. Just try to make some changes to it and reflect that in your readme for the project. Also have readmes for your projects, <laughs> very important. Reflect that in your readme, tell them how you've reached that point and what you have changed according to your own consideration. That's a very important skill to have. Yeah, I, th- I think something that I commonly say is you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So yeah. taking a step out into the unknown, adding a new feature that's unclear, 
trying to add something extra. I think going that little bit extra mile is going to force you to bump into certain edge cases with the language, the framework that's going to force you to learn it and it'll become more ingrained and more part of you for sure. Well, Vlad, I really appreciate you joining us here today. Really appreciate everybody that hopped on. Uh, hopefully you learned something today and hopefully we can catch you next in our next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Junior Jobs Podcast. We hope you found these interviews helpful and inspiring as you navigate your own job search in tech. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more new developers just like you. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.